You're most welcome. You're most welcome. I'm reading here that people are um, abusing the system, apparently, mm -hmm. allegedly, because there are videos that have been released um, where people are pretending to be health workers and yeah. skipping the queues and causing mayhem with this uh, mm -hmm. second phase of the COVID-19 vaccination uh, phase. Talk to me about this. Um, how, how are you playing a role in terms of, you know, making sure that things like this don't happen? Whose responsibility is it? So the, the thing with jumping the queue, I think, with the health workers is they're not asking for anything like a HVCSA number because it's not just doctors that fall under health workers. If you say a, um, a porter or a cleaner in a hospital, you would also count as a health worker, and then you don't have a HVCSA number. So there, mm -hmm. there's no, when you just rock up to the vaccination site and you register and say you're a health worker, there's not any check being done. I mean, how would, the, how would you really prove that? Um, yeah, of course. And then secondly, on the on the EVDS, it also seems to be just letting people register. Um, then mm -hmm. another thing, when it's not with the health workers, it's also for some reason um, that's happening with people who aren't um, older than 60. That's, um, and uh, we saw this morning that the EVDS actually had to be kind of restarted to figure out why that's possible. Um, so people mm -hmm. have been jumping, jumping, the pu uh, jumping the queue, which is um, kind of hugely unfair to, to health workers and people who are most vulnerable to getting a severe case of COVID. Yeah, definitely. Um, you are from uh, the Begisisa Health Center for, uh, well, the Begisisa, um, let me just get this right. Uh, two seconds for me, please. I don't mean to be disrespectful. Um, this is the, I need to get it right. Hang on a sec. Hang on a sec. This is the Begisisa Center for Health Journalism. Yes, that's us. What exactly? Yes, that's correct, right? Yeah, yeah. I yes. wanted to get it right. Um, what exactly is that. the center about? Yeah, we are. Uh, so we are a donor-funded journalism organization, and we do. I mean, pre-pandemic, we did long-form kind of very niche health reporting, and when COVID hit, we just had to switch into a totally different gear. So we could pretty much be the vacancies of things for COVID reporting. We're doing a lot of explaining around COVID mm -hmm. at the moment. So mm -hmm. that's kind mm -hmm. of how, how the pandemic has changed our work a little bit. Um, lots of explaining the science, explaining the policies around the rollouts. That's kind of how we are um, contributing at this stage. Let's talk about this rollout. Um, what's your current assessment of the vaccine uh, rollout for phase two? Yeah, I think we're seeing, we're seeing kind of the, the teething problems at the moment. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, we've seen that people are kind of jumping the queue, um, and and um, yeah. Uh, hi, sorry, can you hear me? Yes, I can. I can. Loud oh, sorry, sorry. There was just a very strange noise. Um, I think we're kind of seeing the the, the teething problems of the rollout now. Um, yeah. We know from Sisonke that um, as as the health workers kind of the vaccinators get used to um, vaccinating people in the whole process, um, we might see it speeding up a little bit. Um, we, mm -hmm. We're seeing now all these, uh, all these glitches that you, that you mentioned yourself, people jumping the queue, yes. all those kind of things. And the, even the South African Medical Association has kind of raised the alarm that this is going far slower than we expected. But there mm -hmm. are, we might see as it goes on that um, it, it kind of gets easier. Another thing that might make, make the speed of our rollout better is that South Africa has now adopted a new requirement for storing the Pfizer vaccine, which is one of the two vaccines that we're using in our rollout at the moment. So what mm -hmm. this means is we could, we could store 
usually when you get when you get the Pfizer vaccine, you can only keep it in the fridge, a normal fridge from two to eight degrees, like a bar fridge, for yeah. five days. But now we can keep it in the fridge for 31 days. So that changes a lot at the vaccination for the logistics at the vaccination site. It means that there might be, you can have, if you're a, a site manager, you could have more vaccines on your site at any given moment because you don't have to yeah. be so stressed about using it all in five days. So that means Absolutely. eventually we could, we could see the speed of our coverage increase. But every time a logistical thing like this changes, it does take a little bit of a pause and for everyone to adjust the way that things work because this is such mm. an you know, in, enormous endeavor. So even though that, that mm. is kind of good news, we might not see the benefits of that immediately. Well, you know what? Um, I think it's important to have people like yourselves that uh, do have their ear on the ground and their eye in the crowds monitoring what is happening and keeping us informed. So we do thank you for your service. And uh, we thank the Begisisa Center for Health Journalism being the COVID reporter institute right now, keeping us updated on everything and, you know, taking, taking, taking in all these stats and all this data that is very important for us uh, to, to, to know. Um, Joan, thank you so much for thank your time. You. Thank yeah, you. No, you're welcome. You're welcome. I do hope you have an excellent afternoon further.